Okay, so this topic is a little bit out of left field, but uh, after the event we had with uh, Tal Ben Shachar the other week, a uh, young lady from CERN College came over to me, and I think what she said was, I, it, could, it was loud in the room, I'm not sure if I heard correctly, but I think she said that her parents just made Aliyah, and they're very excited about uh, doing all the mitzvahs at Barrett, and to do as many mitzvahs as they possibly can, and they recently bought a donkey, and they want to know, how do you do Pidyon Petr Hamar? So uh, that was the first time I ever got a Pidyon Petr Hamar, Shaila. Uh, first thing is, you don't need to make Aliyah to do Pidyon Petr Hamar, it is not a mitzvah Tzliyah Ba'aretz. You could do it in America as well, but you do need to own a donkey. So let's discuss some of the uh, halachas. It could be a relevant halacha lemaisa. There is uh, there are three different pesukim in the Torah that talk about this mitzvah. The pasuk in Parshas Bo tells us the kol peter chamor tifteh b'seh that you should redeem a firstborn donkey with a seh, and if you don't redeem it, then you break its neck, and uh, not only that, you also do pidyon haben on your kid. Uh, so the juxtaposition is, is somewhat uh, striking. Then Kimat, the same pasuk appears again in Parshas Kisisa, and then in Parshas Korach, we have a third time. That not only are you poda bechar adam, but you're also poda bechar behematemeya. Bechar behematemeya. Any behematemeya? A dog? You have a firstborn dog? So the Tosefta in the first part of the sentence bechar says, no, no, the Torah already taught us. It's only about a chamar, no other animal. Just a chamar. That's the only non-kosher animal that has such a din of pidyon. So how do we do this uh, this mitzvah? So uh, the Torah tells us that the, that uh, you're supposed to t- uh, be poda a firstborn male donkey by giving the Kohen a seh. So uh, the Mishnah Bechorus tells us that a seh means not only uh, a lamb, it also includes a goat. So you can use either a lamb or a goat to be poda the donkey onto the lamb or the goat, and then to give the lamb or the goat to a Kohen. So uh, so either a sheep or a goat would uh, would work, and it could be young, it could be old, it could be male, it could be female. The Mishnah Bechorus says explicitly it doesn't matter one way or the or the other. The Rambam in the 12th paragraph of Hilchus Bikurim points out that there's, uh, based on the Gemara, Mesechus Pechoros, Tafir Aleph, that you could do the mitzvah by redeeming the donkey really with anything. Anything that's worth at least as much as the donkey. The Chiddush of the goat or the lamb is that the goat or the lamb doesn't need to be worth as much as the donkey, so you don't need to go get it assessed. Whereas uh, you could give anything else, uh, but uh, the anything else would have to be worth as much as the donkey. What do we learn from the juxtaposition of the uh, p- uh, the mitzvah pidyon petach hamar with the mitzvah pidyon aben? So several things. First of all, it only applies to a male, uh, just like a pidyon aben is only a male child. Petach hamar is only firstborn male donkey, not a female donkey. Second of all, a child of a kohen or a levi is pater from pidyon aben. Mishnah bechorus tafkilam base tells us that a, uh, a donkey belonging to a kohen or a levi is Pater from uh, Pidyon Petach Hamar. Third, a child of a Bas Kohen or Bas Levi is Pater from Pidyon Aben. So Tshuva Sarash, Bechelik Aleph, Simen Shin Samachvav tells us, quoted by the Ramah in Yaradeh, Simen Shin Chav Aleph, that a, uh, a, a uh, Hamar that's owned by a Bas Kohen or a Bas Levi is Pater from Pidyon Petach Hamar. Now it's really easy to avoid the mitzvah, therefore, meaning all you got to do is before the, the donkey gives birth, you uh, gain a partnership together with uh, with 
with a bas kohen, bas levi, kohen, levi, and it could even be if your wife is a bas kohen or a bas levi, that would work also. She could be uh, she could be married to a Yisrael. The Ramah writes that explicitly in Yerodei Asim in Shin Chav Aleph. So it would be very easy to avoid the mitzvah. But why would one want to avoid a mitzvah? So if you happen to own a donkey that's giving birth, so you might as well do the uh, do the mitzvah. In fact, though the Bnei Yisachar in the Sefer Derech Pikudecha Mitzvah Chav Gimel says, how come I don't hear about so many Pidyan Petr Hamars going on? Yeah, it's a mitzvah in the Torah. People write Sifrei Torah. That's a mitzvah in the Torah. And people do it. I don't hear about people doing Petr Hamars so much. So he says it must be because we're not so confident that we really have a Kohen to be able to uh, to do it with. We don't have Kohanim Miuchasim. And then he tries to work out why we still do Chumas Maisos even though we don't do Petr Hamar. Probably because there's no way out of Chumas Maisos. Petr Hamar, you have a very easy solution. Just become a partner with a with a Kohen or a Levi. Having said that, I don't think people that own donkeys try to avoid this mitzvah. I just think not so many Jews own donkeys that are giving birth to firstborn males. Uh, but I, I don't think there, I, you don't get the impression that there's a need to avoid this mitzvah. It is unlike, unlike when you have a Bukhar Behemetahora. If you have a Bukhar Behemetahora, that actually has Kedusha uh, and it needs to be uh, given to the Kohen who's going to bring it as a Korban when there was the Beis Amigdash. Nowadays there's no Beis Amigdash, so it's stuck. There's also no Din of Pidyon on a Bukhar Behemetahora. So if you have a farmer living in the Midwest, or something, and he's got a cow that's about to give birth for the first time. He quickly goes ahead and uh, partners with a guy on that cow, so that the uh, so that by the time it gives birth, it's not going to be under his sole ownership, so that he could avoid the mitzvah, he could avoid the kedusha sabachar, because there's no way out of that kedusha. There's no way to escape that kedusha. Whereas by Petr Hamar, it's very simple. There's a way to escape the kedusha by doing the mitzvah of Pidyon Petr Hamar. Rav once told us that he got a call from a rabbi who's been uh, rubbing the you know in, in who already for 30 years has been a rabbi and he said, ah, there's a farmer in my shul and he's got a kosher animal, it's about to give birth, what do I do? So he says, you do a mechira to a nachri. He said, how do I do that? He said, uh, the same way you do mechira's chametz, all the same kinyanim, all the same thing. And the rabbi said, how do I do that? And he said, well, that you should know already after 30 years in the rabbinate, you should hopefully know how to do, uh, do mechira's chametz. Now, does a petr chamar have any kedusha? So prior to redeeming it, it has kedusha similar to a karban. It's awesome in a Torah to ride on it, to have it carry anything for you, to use its hair or anything like that. If the hair falls off, you're not allowed to use it. You have to burn it. And if you use the donkey before its pidyon, it's an Issa Da'araisa. It's like wearing shotness, like any other Issa Da'araisa. Now, uh, some poskim say that um, there is a machlokis a poskim, rather, that, uh, that, 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 um, that if the donkey is sold, um, I'm sorry, uh, the Shulchanar writes that if the donkey is sold, the money cannot uh, cannot be used. You're not allowed to sell it. You can't do anything with it until it's uh, till it's uh, till it's redeemed. Um, now, what if the Petr Hamar was never redeemed? Meaning, you're in Israel and they're offering donkey rides. Do you have to be choshesh that maybe uh, the donkey that I'm riding on is a Petr Hamar that was never redeemed? You know, it's uh, born into to a Chiloni owner who never heard of Petr Hamar and, uh, and it was not redeemed. So Pasha says you don't have to worry about that um, because... Um, because if it, there's a high likelihood it's not a firstborn, and even if it is a firstborn, many many donkeys are owned by uh, by non-Jews. So luchora, one does not uh, does not have to worry about that. Now it's a very interesting thing. Petachamar is unique because it, there's this kedusha, and then as soon as you switch it onto a set, the kedusha disappears. The set doesn't become kadosh either. The kedusha just vanishes; it just goes away. So uh, as soon as you do the mitzvah, the kedusha the kedusha goes away. If a person for whatever reason refuses to do the pit, 
Hamidion. So that's what the Pasuk in the Torah tells us, that you do an Arifa instead. You could uh, do the Arifa, which is killing the firstborn donkey in a particular way. The Torah doesn't want you to do that. You're supposed to do the Bidyon. That's uh, so what the Mishnah tells us in Mesechus Bechoros and Dafyu Gimel. There is a Machlokas Rishonim whether doing the Arifa is a Kiyum, a Mitzvah, or it's an Aveira, because you should have done the, uh, the, the, the Pidyon. Now, uh, the, unlike Pidyon Aben, Pidyon Aben is, spo- is supposed to be done once the baby turns 30 days old, uh, when the, the Rabbah, Menuch Spikurim, and the Shulchanach, and Yardes, and Shun Chavalev, say that Pidyon Ben Chamar is Dafka before it's 30 days old. So bottom line, how do you do it? So there are two stages to the Mitzvah. There's the redemption and the giving of the, uh, of the animal. So in the redemption, the owner takes a lamb or a goat or whatever, uh, or something worth as much as the donkey, and he says that he's redeeming it for the donkey in exchange for the item that he's redeeming it for, and before he does that, he says a bracha, mitzvah, just like any other mitzvah that requires a birchsa mitzvah, and he then says that he's exchanging the lamb or the other item for the kedusha of the donkey, and as soon as he makes that exchange, the kedusha disappears, and you can use the donkey at that point. Then the second step is to give the lamb to a kohen as a gift. The owner could choose which kohen, that step does not get a bracha, the Taz writes in Yerdea, Simon Shin Chaf Alef Sif Katan Zayin. So that's essentially how you do it. One final word about Pinyin Ben Chamar is that the Gemara in Mesechus Bechoros on uh, Daf Hay tells us of all non-kosher animals, why was a Chamor granted Kedusha? So he said, because when we were, the Gemara says, when we were leaving Mitzrayim, uh, we needed to schlep all this stuff with us, and the Chamor was there to help us schlep everything. So forever, the Rebbe Shalom has given uh, firstborn donkey Kedusha, which teaches us two things. It teaches us the value of Hakar Satov to still have a Kar Satov uh, so many years later, and also how even the most physical of all, physical of all things, Chamor represents Chumrius, even the most physical of all things can be elevated to be used toward, toward Kedusha, which is a valuable lesson. Nevertheless, I still think the general practice is that if one has a Chamor that's born, that's a, they do the mitzvah, but that I don't think the practice is to go out of your way to try to buy a Chamor in order to be able to do the mitzvah. In fact, when I asked Rav Asher Weiss once uh, whether one should buy a little bit of land in Eretz Yisrael to be Yotzei, the mitzvah, to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Shemitah's Karka, he said, do you buy a Chamar in order to be Yotzei Pidyon Petah Chamar? And he was not saying it uh, like, yeah, of course you do. He was saying, no, obviously you don't. And uh, I think that's therefore the most common practice. Okay, everyone have a wonderful day. and